0: welcome to help stop the genocide in american ghettos podcast i'm your host emmanuel barbie this afternoon we have a special guest pastor faith from kenya okay you're on the air Uh,
1: good evening here from kenya is evening good evening viewers i'm happy that i'm welcomed in this show Thank you, Brother Bobby, for welcoming me in this show. I'm very happy, and I feel that I am privileged even to speak to the people through this show. Uh, I thank you also because of the vision that you have, what the Lord has laid in your heart, about stopping genocide in American ghetto. And I want to assure you that the Lord will be with you, and the Lord will use you. To do what he has directed you to do. Now, this evening, my viewers, I want to speak to you about what the Lord has done in my life, and I will speak, uh, I want to encourage those people, they are called in the Lord, and they they feel as if they want to lose hope, but we, we are not going to lose hope. Uh, as the uh, Brother Babi said, My name is Faith Karimi Kibui. I come from Kenya. I am a, a born-again Christian and I work with the church called Jubilee Christian Church International. Our headquarters is in Nigeria, and we have some branches almost all over the world because we have some even in the US, UK, and some other parts of Africa. Now I am a a leading pastor of the branch in Kenya, a young church that has not stayed for long and the Lord uh, is doing great things in this nation. Uh, Before the Lord called me in the ministry, uh, the devil ate me so much, church that is striking me with a disease that made me to lose my sight. And I lost my sight for two years. I could not see. I was being helped like any other blind person. And the Lord visited me after the course of two years. He restored my sight and then converted me. I received the salvation after the restoration of my sight. And the Lord spoke to me, this once. And it only that I have restored your sight so that you can go out there, testify about me, be a witness of what I have done to you, so that I, I will use you to heal people, those who are sick in their heart, and those who are sick in their bodies. I'm going to use you to heal them because in your in you. I have put the the power of healing and the power of deliverance. Go testify to my people and tell them that I am the Lord. I live and I live. So I was a young girl of 10 years. I didn't know about anything. What I knew is that my parents were were worshipping in Methodist church, which is I do even today. But when the Lord called me in the ministry, no one could understand me because I was young. And the things that I was doing, they could not be understood by any person that doesn't know God. So the Lord started using me by testifying. And when I testified, many people couldn't receive Christ. There is one thing that the Lord put in my heart that day visiting me. He gave me the word in the book of John 15 and verse 14. And the word says, you are my friends when you do what I command. As a young child at that age, I didn't understand about the word of God. I was just a child but because of what God did, many people were coming to our home in the village to see a blind girl who has started seeing again and they could listen to my testimony and they could get saved. I didn't know how to read the Bible but I had to testify and tell them the Lord has visited me uh, because when He visited I felt a hard touch And that had touched, changed my life completely. I started seeing again after two years of blindness. It was something strange. No one could understand. And people came to from far to see a blind girl that had lost her sight. But she had started seeing again. So I had nothing else to say. I didn't know how to read the Bible, but the Lord could put the words in my mouth to speak to people. But first of all, I could start with my testimony. So when after I talk what the Lord did to me, people were crying. At the end of 10, I turned in my village upside down with the one of the testimony. The Lord has called us to be witnesses of what he is doing in our lives and what he did on the cross by dying and rising again. The death that Jesus Christ then died on the cross was to bring salvation unto mankind. It was like a sacrifice or a sacrifice that was given by God to bring salvation to the life of men so that testimony has been a blessing to people and touching lives to people in touching lives in this generation and even that generation that was there before i i continue to do the work of god so this john 15 verse 14. I didn't understand how I, could under, I, I couldn't I could go about it. So I went to one pastor of the church called East African Pentecost. When I testified, I was taken there by my mother. The pastor told my mom, this child is called by God, as young as she is. So you have to nurture her, you have to to show her the way of God. But my mother was not born again. She didn't know anything about salvation, about she knows there is Jesus, but she didn't know the miracles that the Lord was doing because she was not a part of the salvation. She didn't believe in salvation, but she was a church goer. Even today, there are people who are church goers. They say they know Jesus, but they have never believed in in him. And we, the church, we are called to show people the way, to tell them the truth about Jesus Christ, as it is written in the book of John 8 and verse 32, that you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. It is by knowing the truth of the word of God that will set you free, that will make you know who is God, that will make you know what is salvation. It is by knowing the word of God and believing in Christ Jesus so that you will understand the divine purpose that the Lord had for us, man, mankind. Because when somebody sacrifices his life, because of another person's life it is a good example of us believers that we should sacrifice our lives for the sake of the gospel of Jesus Christ we tell the people and the world about the lord about the salvation that we receive because you cannot be witnesses and you cannot testify of what you have not received First of all, you have to believe in Jesus Christ after hearing the word of God. And then after you you believe in him, you receive the salvation. And from there, you will be able to go and testify to other people. Tonight, I am speaking to everyone listening to me that we are called to be witnesses of the finished work of Christ on the cross, the the death, then value, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ brought salvation to all mankind. What we are supposed to do, as the people who have heard the word of God, who have heard that there is one who sacrificed for their sins, we have to believe in him. And after believing in him, after you have heard the word of God, then we accept to walk with him as we have accepted the salvation of the Lord. You cannot just hear the word of God and say, yes, I know Jesus. No, you there are actions that must follow. You believe in Jesus, accept him. And they believe in, died, and rose again because of your sins. He took over your sins and he cleansed you, washed all your sins. By believing is when we get saved, by believing in Jesus Christ. So we are called to be witnesses of Jesus Christ. And that is what I started doing when I received the salvation after the restoration of my sight. And from there, the Lord started using me. When the, I went to the pastor, I told him the whole story and he interpreted and told my mother, This your child is caught by God as young as, as he, she is, and you have to nurture her. My mother doesn't know anything. Then the pastor said, I uh, asked my mother, Please give me her so that I can take care of her uh, salvation and her life. I teach her the way to go. And the pastor started there. You know, you can get saved today, but you if you won't stay under the teachings, you will not be able to go about what the Lord wants you to do in life. Because everyone that knows Jesus Christ has a work to do, not only pastors, not only evangelists, not only prophets, not only teachers, not only apostles. Everyone Save God, whom God saved, who saved as a work to do, and this work is witnessing to other people, telling them about Jesus Christ. We are called to reach out to others because Jesus Christ loved us and He chose us so that we can also touch the, the other people's life. So, since when the Lord visited me. And he restored my sight. He put the power of healing upon me. I started healing people. Everywhere I go, I testified. And then I called people to receive healing. And the Lord has been healing people, even of dendry diseases that they have no cure. But as you know, there is nothing impossible to God. Everything is possible to him. Even that is too hard from us that we cannot be able to do, the Lord is able to do. And the Lord says in the book of Luke 1:37, there is nothing impossible to him. When you go to the book of Mark 9:23, the word of God says, there is nothing impossible to those who believe. God when you because the word is God, and God is the word, according to the book of John 1, verse 1. The Bible says, In the beginning, there was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So when you believe in Jesus Christ, you are believed in the word. So Jesus Christ Himself is the word. So we are called to witness to others, telling them about the good works of God and what he has done to our lives. By testifying and and telling them what the Lord has done, you become a witness to the good work of God. And that you are building and attaching lives of, uh of the people in everywhere you are you can start testifying you can witness to them we are called to change lives we are called to change people some of them are lost there in sins you know i have cut short my testimony but even after i i was healed i was not going to school when i i, I, I lost my sight. I stayed for some time because my, it came abruptly. My parents could not know even what to do. They were confused. But when I went back to school, that thing that the Lord had put in my heart could not be hidden again. I used to do things as a child until other children, they were running away from me. But the power of God was pulling me. So when I start even speaking about God, People, children, all the the students that were around me, they used to be touched by God. Some of them, they were sick, they could be healed. Others, they could even, they were trained by the power of God as they fall down. So many of them, they could not give me a hand even if we meet because they fear to fall. But even me, I was a kid, I didn't know how the power was using me, but the Lord was using me in a powerful way. The Lord could send me even in in the hospitals. I go, when I meet sick people, I could only lay hands on them and they were receiving healing. That is something that has not even gone today, even today. The Lord uses me to heal people. Just recently, I've seen him healing people even of cancer. I have seen him just one month ago. I was in a place doing a crusade. And somebody came with an an acute cancer, and the Lord healed that person. And many, many other places, I have seen God doing great things. Tonight, I want to speak with someone. If the Lord has called you in the ministry, if the Lord has saved you, you are not called to sit down. You are called to go there and speak with the people about the salvation of Jesus Christ. That is what we are called to do, we are called to be witnesses. And that is why even if I am called at night or in the morning, I will speak about the Lord, even after I finished school, hallelujah, even after I finished the, the school, after I went back to school, the Lord started using me, but I, I, I was employed. And the place that was employed, it is not a place. I was working with the Kenya police for some years, and the Lord was healing even the prisoners. He was saving them there. Because what we carry, it is something that cannot be ended. You cannot receive salvation and cover it. Salvation will sprout. Salvation will show people there is something unique in the life of this person. So the Lord used to even to save people, the prisoners. Instead of them even being jailed, the Lord used to save them. And they used to change when I was working there. Until when the Lord called me in the full-time ministry and he sent me to nations. I've been going to nations just to speak about this Jesus Christ who visited me, who restored my sight who found that I was supposed to be a servant. So I have to tell the world, Jesus is the Lord and Jesus Christ heals and Jesus Christ saves and Jesus Christ delivers. I have seen God delivering people from evil and a criminal style lifestyle. Some of them I could preach, they, they were criminals and that, and they could bring their guns. when I call for like an the most of them have been doing outreaches, like the Crusades, the open airs. So I could see people bringing getting saved and bringing those guns. I have seen people bringing drugs. I have seen people surrendering witchcraft because there is something unique in my life. And that is what God has called us to do, to change the world through His Word. You cannot change the world with anything else but the Word of God. You cannot change people. Some of them, they are are criminals. You will only change their lives through the Word of God. Because the Word of God is true. The Word of God is powerful. The Word of God is God Himself. Who is Jesus Christ our Lord, who died and rose again, and he, he saved us by accepting him and believing in him. Two cannot walk together unless the younger. They cannot walk together unless the younger you have to, to hear the word of God, believe in the Lord, accept to be his child. And then you will, from there you begin working with him, doing things that he directs you to do. Tonight, my viewers, I am speaking to you. We are called to go out and tell the, the, world, the world about Jesus Christ, our Lord. Today, I normally ask, even when you go to the churches now, you see the houses of God, they are few people. It means there is something that we are not doing as the church. We need to tell the people about the Lord. In our, our places where we stay, as we walk the, on the road, we should speak about the uh, about God. As we use even our, our vehicles going out there speak about the Lord. You know, there are some people that challenges me so much. Those people, some of them, they are drunkards. Those drunkards, when they feel like they want to go and take beer out there, they will call friends. But we believers are the Christians who know the truth. We don't want to share this, our Lord, with other people. We have kept quiet. We have seen our brothers perishing. We have seen our sisters perishing. We have seen our parents perishing. We are not telling them there is one person who can change your life. And this is Jesus Christ because he visited you, he saved you, he changed your life. Why do you want to stay without salvation alone? They cannot accept this Lord because they have not been told about him. They cannot know this Jesus because they have not been told about him. Who will tell them? It is us that have received this salvation. We are the one to tell them. So tonight, I am speaking with the people that are hearing this voice from Kenya, Africa, that we should not put our salvation and cover it, put it under the bed. We should show it up to the world because this is a good thing. Salvation is a very good thing to the life of the human being. It is a good thing. We need to tell people about Jesus Christ and the work of the cross, the finished work of the cross. We don't have to tell them many things. We don't have to give them uh, false prophecies. We have to tell them the truth and the truth will set them free. The truth will set them free according to the word of God. So tonight, I am speaking to someone listening to me. If you receive the salvation and you are quiet, you have never told anybody around you about what you received. You have not told them about this God. Then I think you are somebody who is very sure of it. I am not insur- insulting someone, but I'm challenging you tonight. Let us speak about Jesus everywhere we are. Let us speak about Jesus, even in the, anywhere, you go in the bushes, in the buses, in the cars, in the open street, anywhere, speak about this Jesus. Let us, let us reach out to people with the word of God. Even this vision our brother is trying to bring up, you, it will not be able to succeed. When we reach out people, people will stop doing sins by knowing the truth. and this truth is Jesus Christ, the light of the world. He brought light into our life and the whole world. He took away our sins on the cross. Only the one thing we are supposed to, to do is to believe in him. And it was saved that he died and rose again. He took over our sins. Jesus Christ. Everywhere I go, I speak about Jesus. Even if I am walking and I meet somebody, I will ask if he or she knows Jesus. And I will testify. I will talk about this Jesus. Because it is what is in a man that will come outside. Whatever it is inside you will, will, will be portrayed outside. Tonight, I am speaking with everyone that is listening to me. Let us speak about the Lord. Let us reach others that are not reached with the gospel. This vision of our brother Bobby will be able to have breakthrough if we show the world in the love of Jesus Christ in demonstrating that love to us on the cross. And us to we have to demonstrate this love to other people by telling them about Jesus, by testifying about what he has done to us, by witnessing about the good things that he has done unto our lives. And we shall touch the lives of people through his one and the world will be changed. It's only Jesus who can change people, who can change and mend even the, the characters of people, the characters that it seems to be evil in the eyes of human beings. So tonight, I am speaking with everyone listening to me. This woman you see here was bride one day, and this Jesus Christ visited her and it is turned sight, And that is why I'm able to testify to nations. I've gone to nations and I will continue going because the Lord called me a prophet of nations. Soon I will be even able to come to your nation, uh, Bobby, brother Bobby. I'll be able to come because I know the Lord has called me to go and touch the lives of people in everywhere, not to some people. He is not the Lord who discriminates. He is the Lord who loves everyone. And I shouldn't be able to demonstrate that love that he showed us there on the cross. The Lord will not come himself, but he will use us so that we can reach others. He will use you and me to reach others, to tell them about the goodness of the Lord. Hallelujah. I love Jesus Christ. I love what he is doing in my life. I love what he has also done even there before. You know, when the Lord called me and restored my sight, he could send me to hospitals. I could meet people with a coma. I could pray for them and they wake up. I have seen the Lord restore sight of people. I have seen God touching people that are possessed. And the Lord has delivered them. Not because I have my own powers, but the Lord is in me. is manifesting in me. His powers are manifesting in me. I don't have my own powers. And many times I like humbling myself before God and asking him to manifest himself in me, because he is in me. Since the day I came to know him, he has been living with me, and he lives in me. He will never leave me, he will never forsake me, and rest me, myself, decide to live, of which I cannot do. So I have, I have seen great and good things of the Lord Jesus Christ, manifesting in the lives of people. Jesus Christ loves us. Jesus Christ died for us. Jesus Christ gave out himself for us. He sacrificed for us so that we can have the salvation we have today. We are enjoying and having the joy of salvation because someone out there Sacrifice. Someone out there sacrificed and said, I am going to bring back the people of God by myself, by dying and taking over all their sins, all their problems, by healing them, all their diseases. Only what they are supposed to do, let them believe in me, let them believe I died and i rose again the world can be changed if only we can be able to reach out to people that are not been have not been reached with the gospel of jesus christ the gospel of salvation there is no other message that is powerful than speaking to the people about the salvation the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross. He finished everything. He finished our problems. He finished our sins. He cleansed us. He took all our troubles. He took all our failures. The only thing we need to do is to believe in him, is to accept to walk with him. It is to accept. His direction and instruction is to accept to do what he tells us to do. As he called me with John 15, verse 14, I know if I do what he commands me to do, I will be doing the work in the line of what he called me to do. So I am very careful to listen to him and to follow his instructions. Very careful to listen to him and to follow his instructions and to do what he tells me to do because the only thing that makes our, our 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 salvation life or our call become difficult is when we disobey we need to obey we need to hear what the Lord says and do what he tells us to do in the book of John 2 When the Lord performed that miracle in the the wedding of Canaan, the mother told the people who are there, do what he tells you to do. Tonight I will tell you, if you want anything to succeed in your life as a believer, and even those who doesn't know Christ now, you need to believe in Jesus, accept him, let him lead your life, then do what he tells you to do. It is only by listening and following the counsel of God that we can be able to live in the light way that the Lord wants us to live, to do everything that He tells us to do, and to live by that word of God. We will be able to do that by listening, hearkening to His voice, and obeying. Obeying what He tells us, the Lord is so good, so powerful, so mighty. He is a precious God. He thinks good about us. Since from the beginning of the world, since from the want of God began in the universe, God and then good plans for us. He purpose that my people will live a life that i want them to live a life of joy a life of happiness there is no joy in the life of human beings unless that person as jesus christ the order of joy the order of happiness in his or our life jesus christ is all we need jesus christ is the answer of the world today the things that are happening today in the world, if you don't have Jesus Christ in your life, you are not able to overcome them. Because he overcame there on the cross, he made us to be overcomers. Because he won there on the cross, he made us to be winners. So it is by believing, trusting in Jesus Christ, And doing what he tells us to do. That we are going to overcome all the storms, all the evil devices of the enemy. If we believe in him, accept him, and follow his instructions, we will overcome. We will be able to overcome the world. We are going to overcome the the kingdom of the enemy and its work. Jesus Christ is the end of everything, the beginning and the end. He is all we need as human beings and those who believe that he died and rose again. Tonight, I just feel to talk about Jesus. He saved me. When I was not able even to save myself, my parents, were not able to take me out of where the devil and put me. But when Jesus visited me, he changed my life completely. He restored my sight. He restored my health. He restored everything that the devil had taken in my life. And I am the way I am today because Jesus visited my life and changed my life completely. If you believe in this word tonight, Jesus will visit your life. He will change you completely. It doesn't matter what you have done, what you have gone through. But Jesus Christ, when he he passes where you are tonight, he will change everything. Whether you have money or you don't have, whether you are wealthy or not, Jesus wants you to come to him the way you are. He doesn't want anything from you. He is the best provider that we have in the universe. So don't look at yourself and discriminate yourself. Our Lord does not discriminate. Our Lord does not uh, see people the way other human beings will see you. He sees us different. We are his children. He created us for a purpose. Let us believe in this Lord Jesus. And this Jesus will change our life. He will change things that even we saw as if they would not be able to be changed in our life. He changes things. When he passed by, where you are your life will never remain the same he will change everything he will touch you he will cleanse you he will do good things to your life He's a great god and with that i just want to pray for everyone that is listening to me then i i, I I, I give the show back to our brother, Bobby. Uh, and before I pray, I want to encourage my fellow Kenyans and the, the Africans to support the vision of our brother. Let us support him. He has a very good vision because he has a heart of other people not to live a life of torment, a life that is not a good life that in God purposed them to live. So tonight I encourage everyone listening to me, an African, my fellow African, my fellow Kenyans, let us support our brother Bobby. Let us support this vision. A vision will never become successful. And it has, it has people to support and to stand with the visionary. He cannot do it alone. Let us stand with him. Let us pray with him and support everything that he's doing. Some of us will not reach where he is, but we can pray for him. We can send support from where we are because God will use a man to execute a mission. I normally tell people when the devil want to execute a mission he will use a man and when the Lord wants to execute a mission he will use a man. So for our brother to go far with this vision we have to stand with him, we have to support him, we have to pray for him, we have to encourage him We have to support him him, even with our substance, what the Lord has blessed us with. So this night I want to pray for us all, and the Lord is going to bless us. Right here from Kenya, I want to pray for everyone that has been listening to me in Jesus' name. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for your goodness. Thank you for what you've done upon our lives. Thank you, Father, for the word that we have received this night, because it is going to touch our lives, and our lives will never remain the same. Some of us that are lost hope, they are encouraged. Those who received salvation and they kept quiet, they have never spoken to other people. They have been challenged that they will reach out to other people. Those who have never testified. Or witnessed, Father, they will witness. There are people who have been listening to me and they are sick. I pray for their healing tonight. Father, touch their bodies, heal them. Whatever kind of disease that Father they are sick in, Father, heal them, touch them. We have been using me to heal people even here in Africa. My Father, heal them that are in other nations, other continents. Father, heal them that they are listening to this voice and they are sick. God, touch their bodies and it changed their lives completely. Put a new song into their mouth. Put a new testimony into their mouth in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. We bless you, Father. We worship worship you this night. And it is in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. My brother, Bobby, I return the show to you. You can continue from there, sir. May the Lord bless you for having me in your show. Thank hey. you very much. I am humbled.
0: Amen. Woman well, of God, Amen. before you um, leave off this um, podcast, I want you to stay on the here, please, for a moment, please. Yes, sir. Okay? It's important to me. Also, whenever you feel led about coming back on this um, um, platform. Just let me know, and you're more than welcome to do so. Okay, man of God, I will do yes. so. Yes. Um, I want to um first encourage all of my listeners um to mark their calendars for October 28th. That's when we're going to be holding our um monthly virtual conference. I hold those uh, monthly virtual conference in order to try to raise capital for our film project, which is Hood Liberator, Made in Chicago, The War Against Willie Lynch Begins. That's a docudrama about my life experience, as well as um, it's gonna be part of my uh, revised book right here, The Solution for Black America, Reclaiming, Rebuilding and Restoring the Urban Gittos in America, second edition. That's what my film um, is gonna be about. Or documentary, docudrama, basically. Um, I'm praying that everybody that's on my uh, Facebook friends list, 1,800 people that I have on there, and people that's also in my social groups, please read my story. It's less, my book is less than $12. Read it. And if you agree with uh, the vision that I have written, then come on this podcast so we can talk about it. Because this is the, my revised book is the foundation of my Christian business. Um, Yes, Jesus is the solution and he's the one that gave me the vision. But woman of God, I wanna share this with you too, um, that I've been pushing my vision for 31 years. Next month will mark 32 years. And so the devil's, you know, like in my ears, ringing in my ears, laughing at me. It's like you're wasting your whole life. What um, That vision that you speak of is never going to uh, happen. It's never going to um, manifest. And I say the devil, and I just reject that. I reject that out, out of uh, my ear because I, I know uh, the true Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I know uh, the power of God is real. And he's going to perform a 21st century miracle on my behalf. All I'm asking, woman of God, that uh, you pray, just keep me in your prayers, that Kenyans, for for example, Kenyans that's here in the United States will um, read my story and work with me and Sister Renee in getting this film project fully funded and made. Not only Kenyans, but also, um, I'm going to say, um, our brother African immigrants from South Africa, Ethiopia, Tanzania, Uganda, Angolia, Liberia, Ivory Coast, Ghana, and Nigeria. I need you all that's here in the United States to uh, read my story first. Again, I'm going to provide the uh, link in the uh, comment section below this video podcast, so that way you all can uh, get access to it and read it. Um, I'm praying that that uh, revised book will get on that bestsellers list, so that way the whole world can take our cause serious. Help stop the genocide in American ghettos is a passion for me, because I came from the inner cities. Uh, woman of God, unfortunately, I, I have little to no support from people here in my city. And I was, and I turned to the Lord and I say, Well, God, how can I reach? How can I reach them? Because I did two years of uh, street ministry passing out um, peanut butter and jelly and um, cheese sandwiches out of my own pocket. But God was telling me, I'm gonna be more Pacific. My Lord and Savior Jesus Christ was telling me that was just a feel good for me because all I was doing was just putting um, a Band-Aid on an open wound. He said for me to create this Christian business, the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago which will put stitches in these, uh, in that open womb. And he wants me to get it started here in uh, the city of Chicago to make Chicago a model first. Um, and hopefully it will expand to other cities throughout the United States of America, as well as like I say, um, we want to expand to 10 African nations that I already mentioned. Uh, when we go to Africa, um, I don't want to waste time trying to explain who Emmanuel Barbie is. My um, business will speak for itself, and yeah. so, woman of God, uh, in my Christian business, what we want to do, we want to create uh, legitimate jobs um, in those uh, inner. We're starting here in Chicago, like I was saying, for yeah. our inner city youth, so that they don't have to um, be influenced about becoming, um, you know, criminals, because that's what uh, society po- um, impose on us here in America. That people that live in the low-income African-American communities are um, just uh, criminals. Uh, They're no good. Um, They're less than. And so it becomes, you know, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy because a lot of people uh, that's trapped in those inner cities, they think like that. That's how come I don't have a lot of support. Now, mark my words, woman of God. Once I get this Christian business up and running here in Chicago, everybody in Chicago is going to want to be a part of it but I don't operate like the next black man. I'm not running for public office. Um, I have my own style and way of doing things. Over here, uh, I'm about raising the bar. So that means that we're gonna uh, vet people once they come through our doors. Once we, that's the whole purpose of me doing this film so I can generate capital to um, hire qualified black middle-class professionals, African immigrants, uh, non-black sympathizers, but people that's going to be on one accord and that want more out of life. And I don't want to waste the rest of my life here in America. I just want to get it popping here in America so that when I come to Africa, we can um, speed up the process. We want to replicate the same thing. But um, the Grassroots Community Activist Institute is, um, is going to have eight main components, a social service component. So we want to focus on Working with, um, let's say, um, broken families in the inner cities, yes. that 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 lack, you know, the basic resources. So we're going to work with them, and we're going to teach them about parenting skills and stuff like that. Yes. All the things that they lack, we want to make sure that we take the response. We're going to take, um, we're going to take the lead, basically. Um, a spiritual component. Now, uh, I do want to mention to people, Gakai of Chicago is not the church. The church is well, you know, I respect the church and all that stuff, but God is calling me to move beyond the four walls of the church and make an impact in the community that we're going to serve. And this is going to be the heart of the black community. That's all I'm trying to do, woman of God. So we're going to make it optional. So if p- we are going to let people know about the Lord because, um, I would say the pie in the sky, that's important because we're here for a limited time. We're not going to live here forever. We're going to eventually die. So we want to use, in my Christian business, we want to make sure that we teach the youth how to use their time wisely. So we want to teach them skills so that way they, you know, in terms of creating a nonprofit as well as creating their own for-profit businesses. Because I know how to do that. So I want to share that knowledge. So again, that's going to be, yes, that's going to be optional. We're going to uh, also, uh, another component is a political component. We're going to teach our, um, I would say our members and students about um, politics. Very important. A lot of uh, religious people, um, they want to separate um, from uh, politics. And that's how come that's hurting us here in the United States of America, because a lot of Black Americans, they keep voting for the same political party. Um, basically, the Democrats, they've been voting for those people for 60 years. And, you know, they're marching and protesting, begging the white supremacist financial, financial elites for freedom, justice and equality. And they still haven't given that to us. Yes. But, you know, they don't want to hear what I have to oh. say. They just keep on listening to those um. Black politicians that's in the pockets of the white supremacist financial elites that they don't have no uh, allegiance to uh, the black community. So now so Chicago's going through, a um, not just Chicago, but also, you know, um, New York, they're going through a migrant crisis. So it, it's it, and it's real sad, you know, and I talk about that on my show. That's how come I talk about politics. I don't just limit myself to just talking about religion. Religion is important, but we also yeah. talk about politics, social issues, because we want to yeah. overhear our focus is on solving these issues. God gave us the power already yeah. um, from the cross. He's not going to come back and die again on the cross. Yeah. So we got power, yeah, but we've months. given our power to the wrong people. It is what it is. So that's, you know, that's the third component. We're going to have a fourth component, um, entrepreneur component. Like I say, we're going to teach our uh, members and students how to create their own for-profit businesses as well as a non nonprofit business. Very important to know how to do that. So that way they can know how to um, make their own money rather than working for someone else for the rest of their lives and having to be at their, their mercy because they can fire them anytime. When you're working for someone else, you don't own the business. So we want to yes. teach our um, people how to uh, own things. Like our ancestors used to own before, um, I, I would say, doing Jim Crow era. Um, yes. Our entertainment component. So we want to promote, um, we want to teach the youth, you know, positive things. Use it like, like yes. this technology here right now. Uh, the Lord allowed me to use... Um, I started off with, I would say, uh, Blog Talk Radio when I used to do my uh, podcast. and you know that was just audio. And um, I refuse to be ignored. You know, I got something positive to offer. I offer something that no black leader in the United States has, and that's a solution to solve our main problems here in America. And I can back it okay. up if given a chance. But um. Okay, yeah, you man of God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yeah. And um, so yeah. we're going to have that. We're also going to have uh, Black Grassroots Media so we can control our oh. own media and our own uh, narrative. We're going to also oh. have a health and wellness component Just make sure that oh. our people are um, healthy, you know, um, in terms of um, eating healthy foods, staying uh, oh. act- active and things like that. Um, and then we're going to have a um, eight components, a science and technology component. So we want to teach our youth and our uh, students about blockchain technology. That way, you know, they learn how to do those things and um, that, that can help improve um, our um, communities. And woman of God, all of this stuff is going to be under one roof. Yes. And so this is gonna help bring you know um, revenue into the black community, help improve it, and all those things. And like I say, woman of God, it's been going on thirty-two years. Still don't have this thing up and running. So that's how how come I decided um, the Lord put in my heart, like I say, at first write the vision and make it plain. The book is barely selling because Black America is like, hey, I don't, I don't uh, believe what you're saying. Because they have that Willie Lynch mentality or that slave mentality. They don't want to see you have a successful black business. I'm like, okay, no problem. Fine. I'm going to turn my um, vision and write it out and connect to our uh, African brothers and sisters. Um, I would say the global um, African family. Share my vision with them. But I'm trying to let them know before I come to Africa, I want to get it started here in America first for credibility. So when I do mm. come to uh, Africa, people know what this we're all about. In my Christian mm. business, woman of God, we will not have any uh, corruption. Mm. That's how come what I'm saying. We're gonna vet people. Uh, people that want to be a part of this business, they're gonna have to sign a community pledge. They're gonna have to pass a criminal background mm. check, and I want them to submit their thumbprint. So that way, I can make sure that we're all doing what we need to do in the business to make sure that this business is going to be successful and effective for years to come. And so that this business can be passed down to our, you know, children, to the next generation. Yes. Anybody that tries to, rip, to anybody, yes. Anybody that tries to um, I'm going to say, uh, rip me off woman of God. Um, we're going to take them to federal court and sue them. Yes. I, cause I come before everybody with clean hands. Mm -hmm. There's no gimmicks and there's no scams on on my end. Again, all I'm Mm -hmm. selling is a book and I'm selling my um, Mm -hmm. items on my virtual store, you know, T-shirts, beach towels, coffee bugs, T-shirts, you know, because I'm trying to generate capital. And I, woman of God, I've been paying out of pocket for this business title since 2010 because I believe in what the Lord has told me. So that's how come I created this platform. I want I want people to see what we're trying to do over here in the grassroots community activist movement. And I'm trying to move it from behind a computer, but. Woman of God, I'm not going to do anything until we get this film project fully funded and made first. So that way the proceeds from the film that's going to put me in a better position financially where I can um where I can purchase property here in the city of Chicago. And again, I want to hire qualified black middle class professionals that's know what they're doing. Not just because they're black, but because they qualify to know how to um do the things that we're looking for. Because I want this to be a successful business. And again, um, Chicago represents, the I must say, the kingdom of God because we want to promote a kingdom society. Now, I can't do all that stuff here in America because the white supremacist financial elites, they run this country. It's just, it it is what it is. But I want to be able to to, um, bring it over to Africa and help um, improve the African economy, starting in South Africa. And then we're gonna spread around to those other African nations that I mentioned, including Kenya. That's what I want to be remembered for, a woman of God. So I'm trying to do something positive, and we're gonna invest in our youth because I want to make sure none of my, uh, I would say, young people that's members of um, Grecam would never have to endure this f- such foolishness I had to endure for trying to do something positive. Do you know, woman of God, I don't have any black churches in the city of Chicago willing to work with me? The reason why is because everybody is all about themselves. Mm. No problem. It is what it is. But that's how come this organization is going to be membership based. And I'm only responsible for our members. Yes. This is what God has called me to do. And I believe in the power of the Holy Spirit that he's going to let it come to pass in his timing. Amen, I wish it didn't take no 30 uh I wish it didn't have to take no 32 years, but it is what it is. But my film project, Woman of God, is my last attempt to try to do something positive for my racial group here in America. Um, and Woman of God, the main thing that I'm getting out of all of this is that we as black people, we have to heal from this, you know, colonization as well as this Willie Lynch mentality. We have to heal from that and learn how to get along with each other before we can worry about helping other people. Yes, it's sad about what's going on with the migrants and stuff like that, but they chose to come here. You know, they, you know, it is what it is. We got to take care of our business first. So, with that being said, that's gonna conclude our show for today. Thank you all for listening.